This is the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. On today's program, we're going to talk about the reality of science fiction as being science and real at the same time. We're going to talk about the reality of futuristic technology um, as science fiction being real. Topics we've touched on before, but now we're going to dive deeper. Bill Gates, the self-appointed health czar of planet Earth, according to many experts, has the, quote, exclusive rights to computerize human bodies and use them as local wireless networks. Now, we've talked about that on the Paul McGuire Report a lot. The fact that new technologies make it possible for human beings that contain certain technologies can function as both both broadcasters and receivers, and embedded uh, in the, these human beings is technology that allows them to computerize human bodies and use them as local wireless networks. Now, in case you're skeptical or somebody says, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, I don't believe it. Well, fine, you have every, every right to to, to falsely classify it as a conspiracy theory, and you have every right not to believe it. I'm looking at a report here uh, from Global Research, uh, and they have a, co- a copy of the United States patent, and it's patent number US674472 B1. And the date of the patent is July, excuse me, June 22nd, 2004. And what is is it a patent for or an ownership for? A method and apparatus for transmitting power and data using the human body. And when you go down and, and read parts of the patent, you see that they're talking about the official Bluetooth SIG website and uh, wireless connections made easy. Uh, and the transmission and reception of um, wireless technology using the human being, an an ordinary human being, as both transmitter and uh, receiver. This is the world of science fiction. Nobody thought that this would happen in this time frame. And the guy who owns these rights, these are heavy-duty rights, uh, is Bill Gates. and. Microsoft. And according to this researcher, they have the exclusive rights to this ability of the human body to act as a computer network. Okay, so you you have the patent number. Uh, There's really no disputing it because it's a a legal reality. And uh, this was from an excellent article in Global Research. taken from a research uh, company called Wayside. Okay, so what what does this mean for you and me in the future? Well, it means, and we heard this discussed, if you were paying attention early on with uh, this whole COVID thing, if you were paying attention early on, there was talk over and over again by very prominent medical doctors, researchers, technology people, 
that technology could be put inside of the human body, and that would allow the human body to be a broadcasting system and a receiver system. And so, the, the what some, certain medical doctors are alleging is that some of the uh, the components in certain materials, components like graphene oxide, um, operates as a metallic substance that allows the body and the brain to transmit information and allows the human body and brain to receive information on an electronic or an electromagnetic frequency wireless basis. So think of the old-fashioned days when all big radio stations had these giant towers. You remember them. The AM stations, the FM stations had these giant towers. I remember because for 10 years I was uh, broadcasting off of a giant tower, the Paul McGuire show, uh, and just driving around Los Angeles and, and Southern California, you would see radio transmission towers everywhere. And, and in many places, you still see them. Well, that is kind of a much larger version of what this new technology turns the human body into. And you now have the capacity for a wireless uh, computer-to-brain connection or a wireless um, satellite-to-brain connection. And body parts discussed in uh, Bill Gates' patent, body parts, in, in this case skin, should not be in any way patentable said Jim Thomas of the ETC Group, which monitors developing developments in technology. There are big questions here about whether individuals will be able to refuse this technology if it is used in, for example, tracking devices. Okay, look, let's not beat around the bush here at all. This is the most pivotal moment in human history. This is the most pivotal moment uh, in human history, in the history of the human race, the, the advent, the availability of this new technology. And anybody who doesn't realize that we are at a crisis point of unimaginable uh, spectrums needs to wake up, specifically those that call them Christians. And a good way to start waking up is to quit using your finite mind to censor God's infinite word and study and read and apply his word to our lifetime, mainly the book of Revelation, which talks about you can't buy or sell without a microchip implant or a nanochip implant or a DNA chip implant or a tattoo implant. You can't participate in this global economic system and this global surveillance system. The book of Revelation talks about it. And here I'm reading to you the official patent for a method, a technological method, an apparatus for transmitting power and data using the human body. So, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, this is an evil group, folks, um, and his second-in-command, Yuval Noah Harari. They say there is no question that individuals will have no say-so whatsoever about refusing this technology. 
In other words, Harari, the, the evil genius, is telling you that men and women will not be given the, the right to refuse this technology in their bodies or brains. So that means you're an electronic computer chip slave. Your very thoughts can be read, and your very thoughts can be captured. Um, and you can be tracked any moment of the day, wherever you are, you can be tracked anywhere on planet Earth. Now, um, Harari knows that there's no question that individuals will have Will, will have to say no um, regarding this technology. Um, and then, according to Harari, the designer of life will no longer be God. The World Economic Forum are going to be the designers of the future of life. Do you, do you understand? Do you understand how outrageously, how mind-blowingly arrogant the, what's coming out of these men's hearts and minds at the World Economic Forum, what's coming out of Klaus Schwab's mind, what's coming out of Har- Har- Harari's mind, the, the, the actual blasphemous statement, according to Harari, quote, he says this again. Um, well, let me read you the exact quote again from Yuval, Yuval Noah Harari. Quote, The designer of life will no longer be God. The WEF, the World Economic Forum, are going to be the designers of the future of life. So they're saying that the designer of life will no longer be God, which is the same thing as saying that there is no God. And then he's essentially saying that he and the other people running the WEF, that they will be gods. Because that's exactly what Harari means when he says the WEF are going to be the designers of the future of life. The, the people who are the designers of the future of human life are gods. So this is just a sneaky little slithery way, a serpent-like way, for him to declare, for, for them to declare their endgame, where they intend to install themselves as gods and function with Godlike power on earth, and he boasts that they, the WEF, are going to be the designers of the future of life. This should terrify you appropriately. Now, um, Harari also explains that the, the, the patent that Gates owns on the human body is so important. But let's, let's just say this again. Bill Gates and Microsoft, and I don't understand all the complicated economic uh, interplay between all these entities, but the legal experts are saying, and I, I, you can look up the patent yourself, they're saying that he owns the patent for a technology which is a method and apparatus for transmitting power and data using the human body. It's the technological seizure of the human body and brain right in front of our faces. The warnings of, of the book of Revelation regarding the, 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 the mark of the beast, 666. We're here! I, you know, some of you are waiting for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled. I hate to break it to you, but it is being fulfilled now, right in front of your face. And it is horrific. 
and it is monstrous. And that, and, and do you think it's an accident that the Lord God, when he was writing the Bible, do you think it's an accident that within the Bible and the book of Revelation, he refers to the Antichrist and uh, the uh, false prophet as the first beast and the second beast and their entire one world economic system, one world religion? Uh, and one world government in the Bible is referred to as the beast system. God is not kidding around in his choice of of words to describe the horror system that's merging all around us. That horror system is, God calls it the beast system in the book of Revelation. It's the beast system is because it's so horrific genetically. What man begins to do once he starts to tinker with other men and women's DNA is so such a monstrosity that it can only be referred to as the beast system. So Gates has a patent on the human body, and Harari explains that this is essential because we are going to see the merger uh, of computer science fiction and a, a global revolution on the forefront in the biological sciences, as well as the computer sciences, both of which Bill Gates uh, has been, uh, at least on the surface, instrumental in, in guiding and controlling. Now, what is their plan? Why, why do they want to uh, own the rights to, to the human body and brain as a transmission and, and receiving device? What's their game plan? Why do they want to computerize human bodies? I mean, that's not, that's not the end of this, this nightmare. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has said, Gates has a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. So, what we have here is a, is a power structure that is enormous on a global level and a national level mainly big pharma, big tech, big medicine, you know, all these, all these interrelated uh, companies. And um, Bill Gates Jr. states that they, these men are, are drunk on their power, and they, and, and they have no problem with experimenting on on what they perceive as as lesser human beings. By the way, this is the same. This is the exact same mentality that Adolf Hitler had, and the Nazi scientists had during Nazi Germany. They had a duplicate mentality of the mentality that I'm explaining to you now. The willingness to experiment on the concentration camp prisoners. They experimented on their bodies and brains with all these monstrous, horrific, demonic-like, totally inhuman, totally sadistic off the charts. They were they what what they did to these prisoners, girls, women, uh, adults, was such an atrocity that I I don't I cannot describe it to you verbally. I mean I can't. I could go into I could go into it for an hour right now. Especially if I start to cover the MK Ultra LSD mind control experiments. 
but I not, I'm not going to right now. I can't, because if I do, it will overwhelm uh, many of you. I mean, literally overwhelm you psychologically, as it would and as it has the potential of overwhelming me psychologically. Because there's something about our human nature that we can only withstand a certain degree and a certain level of exposure to unmasked, unvarnished evil and Satanism and the, the horrific spiritual darkness. All of us, no matter how strong you think you are, you're not as strong as you think you are. That's why we need to be humble before God, including myself. Because none of us can, can stand psychologically. Our spirits were not made to withstand the steady onslaught of absolute horror. And to think that you have a Christian church in America, the majority of it, 84% of the Christian church in America, their only response to the, to the marching boots of the armies of hell that are coming out of the abyss, marching into America in the invisible realm, marching throughout the world in the invisible realm. The response of the church is not to stand and occupy as Jesus commanded us to, but it is to run and retreat and live a lie, live one giant, fat, blown-up lie in which you play mind games and pretend there's no horror and there is no danger. But let me tell you something. The facts are screaming in your face, and the facts are condemning you. I'm talking about every Christian who chooses to live a lie, the lie of denial of the reality of evil and how that evil is affecting people everywhere. It's sweeping the world. This sex trafficking stuff, the, the child sex trafficking stuff is even worse. You, you don't think that there's experimentation and sadism of unbelievable levels going on? Well, there is. And God isn't happy. You know, we talk about repenting before God and asking God for a revival. Well, that's, that's why I wrote my book, Power from on High. But, but God isn't just going to wink on America's sin. And, and, you know, you're not going to get a revival because God is going to ignore the abomination, the beast system that you're, that you're feeding and sustaining. No, it doesn't work that way. So, um, Gates and his crew are using people, they're experimenting uh, on people like they would experiment on guinea pigs. Again, just like the Nazi doctors did uh, under the Third Reich. And Gates' strategy of buying uh, WHO, World Health Organization, and purchasing control of U.S. health officials like Tony Fauci and Deborah Burks means, uh, according to this researcher, that the Microsoft co-founder can now dictate global health policies affecting 7 billion people, and control the most intimate details of our lives, said Kennedy Jr. on his Instagram page. I don't know how to break this to you, because, because I, I don't just don't want to come apart emotionally in the sense of just like letting it rip verbally and intellectually and, and just blow, blow people's defense mechanisms into little pieces. I, you know, I could do that. But I'm saying to myself in the back of my mind, how do I convey the truth and reality and the utter danger of what I'm, I'm communicating? And 
It's, it's beyond the human imagination. So Bill Gates is partnering with New York University and climate change measures. And uh, climate change through biohacking has attracted the attention of the World Economic Forum and the Gates Foundation. Now, pay attention, please, closely to the term climate change through biohacking. How would you change the climate through biohacking? But but this is the latest thing they're developing at the World Economic Forum and the Gates Foundation. A bioethicist at NYU uh, wrote a proposal paper in 2012 entitled Human Engineering and Climate Change. The crux of the paper argues that for the use of radical biomedical interventions on humans. (laughs) When they talk about radical biomedical interventions on humans, we're talking Nazi scientist time. Do you understand that? So as to create people who are literally, physiologically, environmentally friendly. So they're now able to tinker with DNA and to tinker with uh, the genetics of human beings, and they now have the power to literally genetically engineer human beings uh, so that human beings are literally uh, rebooted and physiologically they these hu- humanly uh, these human beings that have been chemically and genetically transformed can be programmed to be environment people can be programmed to be environmentally friendly that's terrifying especially when you think of what that means in terms of altering a person's mind and cognitive abilities so these biomedical interventions involve three different uh, programs a eugenics program against tall people, inducing intolerance towards meat, including beef, pork, and chicken, and radically lowering the birth rates by altering women's cognitive abilities. This is heavy stuff. Eugenics is is the science of genetic alteration, and they want to genetically alter the DNA of tall people for the purpose of inducing intolerance towards meat, including beef, pork, and chicken, and radically lowering the birth rates by altering women's cognitive abilities, by by reprogramming a woman's brain. It it transforms uh, who a woman will be attracted to, etc., etc., and this bioethicist at NYU uh, states that it's necessary to have a eugenics program that breeds tall people out of the population. Okay, if you pay close attention, you see that the direction that this eugenics or genetics program is, is going into is selective breeding, where the the, the eugenics people selectively breed out the human beings they don't want in the future 
like really tall people are selectively breeded out, or really smart people could be selectively breeded out because this this futuristic dictatorship would not want really smart people who have the brain power to resist them. So they would genetically breed out really small people, so there would be nobody left to resist them or overcome them. And that's what they're, they're, they're in the process of doing now. This was the warning that Aldous Huxley gave in his novel, Brave New World. So, um, this ethicist is calling for eugenics programs that breeds out tall people out of the population, also because the increase in human height over the past few centuries has had a negative environmental impact because tall people consume more calories. I mean, you you get the Frankenstein-style sociopathic, psychopath madness this is. This is madness on a level the human race has never seen before. This is psychopathic insanity and violence to the human race and cruelty to the human race on a level that is totally and previously unfathomable. This is an abomination of abominations. And privately, privately you have to ask yourself, how many of these people, I'm talking about on a global level, how many of these people are demon-possessed? Because you would have to be demon-possessed to do some of these things. Just like the question was hidden, it was covered up. But how many of the Nazi scientists, the Nazi uh, psychiatrists and the Nazi uh, top generals, how many of them were demon-possessed? Adolf Hitler's top generals all thought he was demon-possessed. These people that are doing the things that I'm reading to you now, they appear to be demon-possessed. How else can you explain the anti-human madness? And then they want to genetically screen the embryos uh, before IVF implantations so that parents can have the option to choose children who are likely to be short and small. Now, now, you're not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. Do you really think that parents are going to be given a choice as to whether or not to genetically breed their children as tall or small? No, absolutely not. It will be dictated. It will be dictated. It will be a matter of law with severe, severe punishments if you don't comply. You're not going to frivolously choose the height of your child. It will be dictated to you by UN law. Why? Because this same uh, bioethicist, his second suggestion is even more radical than the one I just uh, told you about. And it involves injecting children and hormones to severely stunt their growth so they consume less calories when they are adults. So you're going to genetically shrink the the muscle power, the strength, the physical robustness, and the height of, of countless millions of people so they can consume less calories when they're adults. See, I'm going to tell you something here right now. When you read my books, like the brand new one, which you need to get, Power From On High, 
or the book before that, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, or the book before that, Conquering the Matrix, or the book before that, A Prophecy of the Future of America. All of my books are available at a financial discount right now. Many of them expose uh, the dynamics of scientific mind control. So I want to explain to you again how scientific mind control works. And even in this article that I read you, in this statement from this bioethicist, it's shocking. It, 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 it engenders horror in our response. But if you really tear apart, tear apart the words they're using, if you really analyze the words that they're using, you will see that their choice of vocabulary betrays the usage of scientific mind control or psychological warfare. Now, case in point, let me read you this again, what this bioethicist uh, said. Uh, He was advocating injecting children with hormones to severely stunt their growth so they consume less calories when they're adults. Okay. And they want to make be part of this is to uh, induce meat intolerance. That's why they're they're feeding the kids lunches and stuff that are composed with bugs. That's not a fantasy. That's going on because they're programming them to be meat intolerant. Now, when you tear apart and analyze these words about breeding races of humans that are shorter and weaker and smaller and physically less powerful. Dig deeper than the barrage of of, uh, propaganda that you're being fed. Dig deeper, scratch beneath the surface, use your mind, think think out of the box, and ask yourself this question. What other reasons might there be? What other reasons might there be to breed human beings by the billions that are genetically smaller, genetically weaker, genetically less muscle mass, genetically less taller. What other reasons could there possibly be for embarking on a eugenics program like that? And the answer is obvious. If your intention is to take over the world and establish an all-powerful totalitarian regime, then one of the weapons you would use to accomplish this would be to genetically uh, genetically breed smaller, weaker, less tall, less physically powerful people. So, so on one hand, you would breed certain people to be tall and smart and physically robust because they you want those people on your side because they would have the physical, biological, and cognitive power to defeat your potential enemies as you as your planned takeover of planet Earth continues. You don't want to breed strong, tall, muscular, high IQ people. You don't want to breed those kind of people. You want to breed a weak, uh, dumb race so you can conquer them easier. So, so think about it this way. If you dig deeper about what's really going on here, it appears that the real agenda is to breed weaker, inferior races of men and women so you can conquer them and subjugate them in terms of giving yourself a military superiority. So let's put it this way. You have two different armies 
engaging each other on the battlefield. One is the army of the globalist elite. Genetically, the army of the globalist elite, they're all seven, eight, ten feet tall, super muscles, super brain powers, all kinds of enhancements. That's the army of the World Economic Forum. And then that army is in a fight with a genetically bred, weak, small, dumbed-down human race that is physically incapable of fighting the terrifying and horrific armies of the World Economic Forum. You see, you, you give yourself a genetic DNA advantage by breeding super soldiers, and because you anybody who, who might potentially resist your satanic plans, you breed as weak, small, physically weak, mentally weak, and they don't have the DNA power to conquer your armies. Could that really be what it's all about? Because in the technological world, they're building super soldiers that are a combination of technology and, and genetically engineered people. So their plan is devious, and they're doing it right in front of our faces. And the reason they're getting away with it is nobody's standing up blowing a trumpet. Nobody's communicating this message to people. Very few people are. I thank God for the research publications that do communicate this. And at Paul McGuire Ministries in Paradise Mountain Church, we, we, we need your help in spreading the word about these dangers as fast as we can while we still have whatever limited freedom that we have. Because their game plan, my friends, is to take away every one of your freedoms and to enslave you. But you've got to upgrade your conceptualization of slavery. When they, when they want to enslave you, they're going to first enslave your DNA. They're going to enslave your genetics. They're going to enslave your physical body by making sure you're genetically bred as a weak, non-powerful, small, rather pathetic creature that doesn't have the physical, biological power to fight back. All you can do is be subjugated as a slave because you're so weak and you've been genetically dumbed down. This is the war that's going on now. This is the war that's happening now. We're in, this, we're in the DNA genetic setup stage. And you better pay attention to the words coming out of the mouths of the heads of the WEF, like Harari and Klaus Schwab. History has shown us that whenever people speak in that dictatorial, totalitarian manner, that it wasn't, they weren't just blowing hot air when they began to, to boast like this. They actually ended up, all these totalitarian regimes actually ended up carrying out the very hellish things that they announced that they would do before they did it. They actually, the next phase was they really did it. Unless you and I stopped them with knowledge, which is power, and with information. I need your help in communicating these vital warnings. We either survive or we allow ourselves to be destroyed. I need you to stand with me financially, ask the Lord what you can contribute financially, and obey the Lord radically with your giving. We're in a war. Obey the Lord and become an intercessory prayer warrior. Obey the Lord and spread our message. Help us to spread our message far and wide. Remember, in all of this, Jesus is Lord. God Almighty warned us about these things in 
New Testament and the Old Testament and the book of Revelation. Our God warned us about those these things. And in the present moment, he's given us the supernatural power to fight this evil if we will obey him. But I need your help. I can't do this by myself. So I'm asking you to make contributions, purchase our books like Power from on High, and visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And, and grab yourself a copy of Power from on High right now. It deals with all this stuff. And it will empower you. You won't go away from reading the book depressed. You will be motivated because all things are possible with God. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. <laughs>